Hello everyone, I'm Pat, and welcome to the Largo Podcast, where we discuss various topics related to my life in Japan as an English teacher, world cultures, history, social topics, and of course, some tips for improving your English. Tokyo no Jinbochu ni aru Largo Language School no Pato Sensei no Podcasto desu. Yoroshiku onegaishimasu. The other day, I discovered something that amazed me. I was talking to an American and I introduced the Japanese word, skoshi. After I explained the meaning, they said, Oh, yeah, like the word skosh in English. What? I was confused. But after thinking deeply and recalling my time in the US, I realized that skosh is a word in English that comes from skoshi. Like, Can you move over a skosh? It seems that it entered English after the war, probably through the American soldiers who stayed in Japan. I never realized this. Today, I want to discuss some more expressions in English, specifically ones that we can use to describe our feelings. For example, in English, when we want to say, we would say, I'm angry or I'm mad, right? But these are a little direct and can also sound childish. So let's look at some other useful expressions. One, pet peeves. A pet peeve is something that you personally find annoying or mendoksai. The term seems to come from a comic made in Chicago in the early 20th century. But it is commonly used today as well. Often, these pet peeves are just small things that other people might be fine with. However, for you, these things always cause you some frustration or irira saseru. Some common examples of pet peeves are chewing loudly, tapping one's foot, talking on the phone in public, talking during movies, slurping drinks. The sound of styrofoam, and backseat driving, which is when someone in the car tries to control the driver. Some other minor ones could just be certain words. For example, I know several Americans who hate the word moist, which means jime jime. So I guess for them, hearing this word would be their pet peeve. I think some of us can sympathize with a few of these. Talking on the phone, especially on the train, is definitely a pet peeve of mine. And actually, I think my pet peeves have increased since I came to Japan. In general, people are much more careful about not disturbing others here. As a result, my standards have gotten higher. Specifically, some things that have come to annoy me are one, When people are walking but suddenly stop. Two, people who walk while using their smartphones. Three, people who use their smartphones while walking upstairs. Please just stop using smartphones while walking. Four, when people go through a ticket gate but just stand there without moving. Five, when people walk in groups side by side. This often happens in Jinbocho, 
university students or office workers will walk in groups of three or more, usually very slowly. I guess most of my pet peeves have to do with moving or transportation for some reason. And for the second expression, something gets on my nerves. Before, in episode 22, I talked about my frustrations with bicycles. I ride my bicycle every day and make sure that I am following bicycle law. However, there are many people who don't. But these cases are too heavy to just be my pet peeves. When people do things like riding on the wrong side of the road, or not stopping at stop signs or red lights, I would say that those things really get on my nerves. Nerves is chinke. So when we say that something gets on my nerves, it means that it causes strong negative feelings. Usually this kind of expression is used for things that are more annoying than pet peeves. So dangerous drivers or cyclists often get on people's nerves. However, we can also use this phrase to describe family members, friends, or romantic partners. For example, my brother always leaves his socks on the floor and he expects me to pick them up. He really gets on my nerves sometimes. However, as I like to say, English is all about exaggerating. So when you say that something is a pet peeve or that something gets on your nerves, the way you say it is important. If you say it lightly, people will think you're just joking. Like, my boss really gets on my nerves. However, if you say it with passion, he really gets on my nerves. People might get worried. Next, let me also give you some positive expressions we use. Number one, soft spot. If you say that you have a soft spot for chocolate, it means that you really like chocolate. Basically, a soft spot is the same as a weakness, jakten. I guess I have a soft spot for black things, as well as food with pumpkin and peanut butter. Number two, be into. This is another expression that we often use to express that we like something. In Japanese, hamatteiru is probably the closest in meaning. We can use this in a variety of situations. I'm really into this book, this game, this movie, this series. It just expresses that we are very interested in these things. Or, she talks about him all the time, so I think she's really into him. Meaning that she must really like him. Usually this phrase refers to some sort of activity so, in this last example, we would say, she is really into him. But I think maybe the context is like, she is really into talking to him, or she is really into seeing him, or something like that. When it comes to the previous example, like books or games or movies, the expressions would refer to reading, playing, or watching. I guess I wouldn't say that I'm really into pumpkins. I mean, I could, but that would feel like I'm kind of a pumpkin otaku. Like, I like planting pumpkins, raising pumpkins, eating pumpkins, and everything's pumpkins. If I was just implying I'm really into eating pumpkins, it, it feels strange somehow. So it's probably best to use this phrase when talking about some activity. 
sports, games, studies, hobbies. Personally, I'm really into listening to new music and film photography. How about you? What have you been into recently? English has a lot of expressions like these. When you watch movies or TV shows, you will probably come across them. I think it is important for you to know how they are used, but also keep in mind that it is not necessary for you to use them if you don't have enough confidence yet. Being able to communicate in simple phrases is probably more important than being able to use these expressions. However, feel free to try practicing them with me. I'll let you know whether your delivery or tone is good or not. Did you know any of these expressions? Okay, that will be it for today's episode about English expressions. Transcripts will be available for Largo students, and feel free to drop a question or a comment in the question box located in the description for each episode. Especially, if you have any ideas for episodes, I would be very interested in reading them. Also, before you go, please let me remind you to follow Largo's Instagram account. I post a lot of content regarding common English mistakes such as the difference between until and by, the proper use of kanke daimeshi, and much more. In addition, you can find some information about Jim Bocho and my daily life as an English teacher. Find us by searching Largo Language School. Thank you very much. See you next time. Bye.